I don't like that. <laughs> so wedding bells are ringing. It is the day of the wedding here in Sus. We begin in the end with the two of our players, Jeff and Trackmere, as they awaken on this fine summer day. People from all over the Evanescent Empire, which is really just two other provinces, and calling it an empire is just the uh, current leader trying really hard to make himself seem cool. I all come to sus. But as you look out at the crowd, uh, a, a one specific face stands out to you. A man, a foreigner, strange here, as most of the people here are Zashuan or Hobgoblins from the mighty horde of Sherleen. <laughs> so this man is wearing a velvet cloak and uh, beneath that a blackish uh, petticoat with golden buttons and he, he walks the cane, but dark black uh, wood, uh, woodish wood or metal, you can't really tell from here, uh, reaching down to a point on the ground, uh, pointed at the bottom like a spear. And at the top, what he holds it by, a crystalline ruby skull. The man's skin complexion is pale, his eyes dark brown, and his hair long and black. And he is pushing four kegs of alcohol towards the uh, palace where the wedding is taking place. And they all each say rising water ale. So uh, what do you all do? This rising water ale, man. I need to go over and talk to him. And what about you, Trackmere? Um, I am going to be very annoyed at the church bells. Um, but just <laughs> attempt to do maintenance on my clothes so it looks somewhat presentable. For going to a wedding. Oh, I was about to say I still my dress robes. Yeah, you, you put on your your dress robes. Clack, it's not changing his outfit. Of course, he's not. Just, Why would he? He's dressed right. perfectly. Yes, it's very dirty and ripped and very like he's been through a few explosions in his day. And um, there's a good my chance he'll take his dead wife out of his hat and sit her next to him. So really. Uh, yeah, keeping clock as supervised is probably a good idea for today's session. Um, uh, another uh, wonderful NPC is uh, our glorious friend, Kidney, who is uh, wearing a bow tie. But because of how kidneys are like three inches uh, in uh, length, uh, it is the size of him. So he just kind of looks like a bow tie in an eye. You can't see his nose. <laughs> for a wonderful wedding today. Kenny, how are you? Oh, I'm just fantastic. It's been quite a productive few days here in Sus. Are you ready for like a fantastic meal at this wedding? They have to have good food. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there are. If someone calls themselves an emperor and they don't have good food, why? Well, that's just sad now, isn't it? Not much more to say about it than that. Uh, 
Uh, I'm going to continue on over to this rising water ale. So you approach the uh, this man, and uh, he, he looks at you, and he goes, he goes, no, I'm not giving it to anyone until we go inside. Well, may I escort you inside, then? He looks uh, you up and down. As a member of Mr. Nikushimi's uh, entourage, I'll be more than happy to get you a party seat. He, he obviously doesn't recognize the name, but he looks like he's trying to make it so that he does. Like, he looks like he's trying to convince you that he knows what you're talking about. He goes, well, if you really are a part of a, a Mr. Nykop's entourage, well... Uh, well, you can certainly see me in. Why? You might help me with the guards. Uh, I seem to have misplaced my invitation. Uh, 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 a, sc- a wrapped scallion in a tattered black cloak uh, bumped into me and uh, relieved me of it earlier. Well, with being with Mr. Nikishimi, I think that you'll be just fine with me. And assuming you plan on sharing that ale inside. Well, of course, how else am I going to bribe? Of course, how else am I going to gift the wonderful wedding goers? Have you ever had the rising water ale? Is it is it particular? Like, is it good? Yes, it's from a faraway land. I had to pay out of pocket to bring it here myself. You know, I am a noble after all. Interesting. <laughs> who who would uh, scam you into that? What? Who would scam you into having to pay out of pocket as a nobleman? Well, it was I traveled quite far from my the small king the small uh, earldom of Svetlane uh, to to come here to this wonderful land of and he checks uh checks it he looks for a note on his person and he curses as it's not there and he goes this place you're not from around so I take it you're not from around here. I, I travel a lot. I'm a very transient person when I'm not in my noble place, my, my earldom. I am, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. I am the Earl of Spetlane. Well, Mr. Earl of Spetlane, let me tell you about this shovel. <laughs> Pull out the shovel. Like being that you're an Earl of such a faraway place, I bet you have a guards, army, Garden keepers, all that. Yes, yes, they're, they're quite well equipped. And I'm afraid I only have so much room on my person to carry objects. Why? Oh, don't worry. I, I can offer to have my item, my shovels shipped to you. Check out this. I'm afraid that won't be possible. Set lane is very hard to reach. Uh, besides, I don't have much room on my person. You see, I'm already carrying uh, any feels. Nowhere is too. And he, his eyes, his eyes go completely wide. You can see all the whites of his eyes. So he goes, oh, I seem to have misplaced another item on my person, but I will have to make sure to get that one back. Can I help you find it? Uh, uh, certainly. It, it's a, uh, certainly you can. It's a, it's, it looks like a woman holding a, a large spear and she's wrapped in snakes. A small little statuette. In fact, I will reward you handsomely if you do. I'm going to try and go find it. Okay. Uh, Trackmere, what are you up to? 
Uh, I think after having cleared out or taking care of my gear, I will uh, what will I do? That's a good question. I'm gonna go just and <laughs> I'm gonna go crowd watch and see who's who of note is walking up to this wedding. So you do see a group of people that you are able to identify as mages from Mount Pyre, as by now you have uh, seen a few of them and know them by their dress. Although these ones are dressed much more elaborately than the ones you've seen in the past. When you've seen the past, you just like, kind of walk around town like, Mount Pyre is not far from here. So, you know, like these people may have been sent out to get some supplies from this city or rub shoulders with people. Do this. But these look like archmages. He's like like the heads of that that academy. Interesting. Uh, you also do see, uh, surrounded by a circle of men in suits, uh, sunglasses, and hats on, is uh, Mr. Nikushini. Of course. Uh, Tim, can I find Mr. Nikushini while? And I'm you also see something else. Something that someone that reminds you of an old departed friend of yours. Uh, walking with a shovel as if it's a staff is a portal. What? And he looks very upset. He, he looks like he's angry. He's, like, gra he's gripping the staff very hard. He's muttering to himself. Is the shovel silvered? Yes. Oh, God damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay. Is this happening? This might be happening. Mark, hurry up. God damn it, Mark, hurry up. Um, all right. Take note of the portal. Be interested in the portal. Not going to say anything to the portal. Just watch the portal. And then... Oh... Just relax until the wedding starts. The, the sound comes to mind. <sighs> it's a good thing to remember the levels of spells Arnak had available. To God, this is terrifying. Wait, what? Arnak? Uh-huh. What do you mean, Arnak? The turtle with the shovel. It's Arnak. Mark's like powerful ass druid from a different campaign who Super hates the bride. Who despises Charlene. And who has tried to kill her in multiple times. Scenes, multiple times, but she keeps living. She she turned one of them around and just became a powerful warlord. Yeah. Oh no. It's like this wedding. Then he betrayed the party. And then he betrayed the party. Again. 
a thousand times forever. I'm really shocked it hasn't happened in this campaign yet. Really, it's been a record room. See, I wouldn't be joking about it like that if it wasn't every other campaign without fail. Every single campaign. Well, I mean, the first one, he didn't betray the party. He almost did, but we stopped him. He tried to, and then in Devon's, he didn't betray us, but he did leave us to to fight that giant demon alone. And then it also just leave me lying in the middle of the road when I was unconscious from drugs. And then (laughs) that's when we tried to help you up, and we got attacked by a giant demon. He didn't turn around and help us when we got kidnapped. And he just noticed that we weren't behind him and for like four days and didn't decide this seems worth investigating. So we had to go rescue ourselves as other people. Good, good time though. Very good time, yes. Very good time. I had a great time with that, uh, that entire thing. It was a very fun period of time, but it was, it was more of an emotional betrayal. It wasn't as active as the other ones. Correct. So, like, Ed, dude, the fact that he was like, do stupid things, win stupid prizes. I'm like, really? I haven't saved your life how many times over? And it's just like, it was like, that's like, we, you, you heard us fighting. I was throwing fireballs. <laughs> so was Marcus. Like, like, that wasn't a quiet battle. Like, no, not at all. You should have, you could have just turned around. And then not to mention the fact that that same campaign, I cleared out an entire camp of doppelgangers by myself. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about do- doppelgangers in that campaign. <laughs> so I was like, well, shit. What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? And he had that whole haunted house made with the oozes, and we saw it. I'm like, oh, that was burned it. Yeah, we didn't go in. It's right from the inside. He's like, oh, I spent so long designing that. It's like, yeah. It's like the time in Andrew Darwin, Chuck, and Mark. I had two dungeons planted. I decided to do neither of them to start a goddamn war. Sounds about right. Yeah. There's, planning is only ever... It's a good idea, but it's never 100% certain that anything you want to happen will ever happen in this game. So uh, Those two sessions were pretty wild. Those, they were. Uh, before I get back into it, I'm going to rejoin on my phone because my headset is dying, so I'm going to charge it. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty nuts because I was improvising the entire things because all the work I put into it for those weeks was just thrown out the window immediately. And it's like, well, I had a loose idea of what was going to happen when this war started, but it's happening now, and it's still not the craziest thing that ever happened in that campaign because that happened yesterday. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that other campaign no no everyone listening will soon see the dangers of interconnected world of multiple campaigns running that other campaign where Zashi is about to call Andrew to our daddy <sighs> thermonuclear Oh, yeah. Cyst Priest of Globby. So you mind if I go seek out Mr. Nikashimi right now? Um, yeah, sure. 
Easter, Easter. Mr. Nagashimi, um, one of the guests over here who is bringing in that delightful looking ale has misplaced a very important artifact of his. It, I'm gonna give him the description of what it of what it looks like. Yeah. And ask him if there's a way that we can up security. He uh, he scratches his chin and he goes, hmm. I'm I'm quite safe. He he's walking. You always are, sir. You always are. So uh, what are you going to do now? I'm just going to start probing the place looking for it. I know who stole it, but I, that's not a game. Uh, so uh, investigation check. Let's do this. Big daddy. That will be a 14. Uh, you notice, you notice something uh, like a pale figure look at you from an alleyway and then duck into it. I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna go hunt him down. As you head to there, um, you come across a bloody scene where you see a one of the uh, one of the people heading in a shopkeep has been ripped apart by three of those creatures you found under the pier. Roll for initiative. Oh, fuck. That's not good. Uh, eight. Where's that pencil you gave me? I'm going to need it. Damn you, Marcus's drugs. As uh, as you see them and they look up at you and growl, blood staining their mouths, you are hit in the We're chest. Late now. Yeah, you are hit in the chest with a beam of pure darkness. Uh, two beams of pure darkness, and you take feeling them. It is impact into you. You take twelve damage. Uh, seven. It's level seven. Uh, Jeff, you're level seven. Oh, I'm level seven. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. Hold on one second. As you are hit for twelve damage from this attack. As you uh, look up to see your assailant and you see smiling down at you with his bright yellow eyes and holding that item in his hands is the false Onyx Emperor. The false Onyx Emperor. All right, time to kill him after I do some light work. So uh, while you're doing this, as you begin to uh, engage with this powerful warlock. Uh, what are you up to, Trackmere? Um, how long until the start of the wedding? Uh, it seems to be uh, gearing up. Now would be a good time to head in. Yeah, I'm going to go find a seat. So you go in. You This, this is unless, a large event. Unless on my way I notice whatever the fuck is happening. Uh, make a perception check. 
That's a nine. Yeah, you don't see it. Okay. So you head in. You, this is an outdoor wedding. There's a large, basically outside of the castle, there's, there's a huge amount of seats set up. Um, there are uh, people fighting uh, with swords and a kind of like a religious ritual-esque combat as like the beginning show of the wedding. And uh, neither the bride nor groom have arrived yet, but there's a large uh, chalice of pure gold on the uh, pe pedestal on the center stage or uh, the wedding is probably going to take place as everyone seems to get their seats. We see many people are talking to each other or, or make, you know, I kind of like networking with the important people that are here for this. As an FML child and a priest comes up along with a priest of the Kaminiku and they both begin to go on a long rambling uh, introduction to the wedding and the bride and groom and how great this will break the empire strength and how both central and northern Zashu will fall under the combined might of the Evanescent Empire and the warband of Shirlene. Uh, so those archmages I picked up earlier, who are they conversing with? They are mostly conversing with one another. They look almost bothered to be here. Like they're here, but it's out of an obligation they made, not out of their own free will, nor even a desire to meet other like high-end people. Like they're here, they're not very happy about it. You, you even see one of them practicing little illusion cantrips in his hand to entertain himself. As there are three archmages, uh, each wearing a, uh, each wearing a lot of the color orange, but also having one have it like spliced out with blue, another with red, another with green. All of them elderly and all of the men. Darkman definitely has the same thought process I do. He's gonna find a seat and back because he he just knows he's tall, so he's just yeah. gonna sit in the back. He sits in the back. You notice that uh, facing. Uh, you don't. You, you're able to see Nukashimi from here, and you're also able to see the gleam of the silver shovel from up towards the uh, front. All right. No, the turtle is sitting up front. Yes, the turtle is sitting up front. And uh, Jeff, are you ready now? Yes. What did you roll for initiative? Yes. Oh, my initiative? That's an eight. And you said I took seven damage. You took 12. Oh, that's special. As the first thing that happens is one of these creatures lunges at you. Delightful. Um, what is your AC? 16. As it's able to bite into you. For nine damage. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. And as the creature sinks his teeth into you, uh, the false onyx emperor says, you think I forgot about the wounds you've inflicted upon me? I hope you will be the first to die on the road to my ascension. 
and you can see as he kind of like waves around the uh, maiden's cage in his hand, and you can see something and almost feel something incredibly powerful dwelling within it. Wait, the maiden's cage? Yeah. He has the maiden's. All right. And uh, as this happens, what's your dex? My dex? Uh, 14. As it is your turn. All right. Um, I'm going to make a run for the maiden's cage. Uh, two creatures with good opportunity attacks on you. That's cool. Uh, one of them hits. Did you make your saving throw, by the way? Uh, my wisdom saving throw? Yeah, it yeah. came out to a... A what? A 13. Okay, you succeed. And as this one bites you for another 10 damage, I need you to make another one. All right. That's going to be 18. As you succeed again, as you tear, as it tears a bloody chunk into your arm, you run forward and reach the false onyx. The false onyx. Okay. And he has the maiden's cage on him. Yes. Uh, I'm going to use my once a day darkness. As a darkness envelops all of you. And uh, as this happens, uh, two of the creatures go to attack you with disadvantage. As you hear two jaws snap shut near you, as they, both of these creatures have been unable to attack you in the darkness. As however, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw as you hear unearthly screams erupt, or erupt around you. Uh, does uh, 15 do it? Yes. And then, the man, the false onyx, goes and reaches out to grab you in the darkness. However, he is unable to, as it is now the turn of another one of his creatures, which goes running up behind you, disadvantage to attack you. Uh, unable to, it is your turn. All right, uh, so the maiden's cage is on the false onyx. Yes, but you can't see him either. Oh, I can't see in my own magical darkness? No. All right, I'm gonna do my once a day I'm gonna go with my once a day hellish rebuke for right now. Okay. And can I do it? Can I take a health potion? Yes. I'm gonna do that. As uh, two, one of the creatures fails to hit you, another one also fails to hit you, and the next creature then go the, the uh, false onyx uh, steps out of the dark. Actually, he begins to float and he floats out of the darkness into the air. As the other creature then goes to attack you, it is unable to hit you, but it's your turn. You don't know he's out. Okay. Um, do I know where everyone is inside the darkness, though? You have an mm -hmm. idea that there are three of these weird flesh warped things around you, 
and they're each of them is very uh, keen to bite into you. All right. Uh, what I'm going to do is, hmm. can I move the darkness like away from where I think? You can't I, move like, darkness. Oh, I thought it was a beam that I could move. No. All right. I'm going. I'm going to uh, try and fit, get a spot in the room to figure out where everyone is. Like outside of the dark. I'm going to try and move outside of my darkness. You move outside of the darkness and they don't know you're moving past them so they don't go to attack you. As you're able to see that you have captured all three of his minions inside of the darkness so he looks down at you with his eyes floating and holding this cage. The statuette in his hands. The maiden's cage. All right. Oh, I can, I, can I still attack him? Yeah, if you want. All right, yeah, I'm going to go for two attacks on him with my long sword. No, you can't reach him with a long sword. Oh. I'm going to hit him with a fireball. Fireballs. Okay. Roll with disadvantage. This strange aura coming off of his creatures is kind of disorienting you when you go to attack him. Does a nine hit? No. As the uh, ball of black flames crashes by his head and bursts a crater into the wall behind you. He lets out a laugh, holds his hands out, sends his own beams of darkness flying at you. Um, one of them managing to hit you for eight damage. All right. Which sets off your Hellish Rebuke. That's at second level is 3d10 or 4d10? 3d10. Twenty-two damage. As he lets out a triumphant cackle as his beam crashes in your chest before this fire leaps off of you and into him again, burning him. See, that's a pain shriek, Malik. Yes. What are you doing right now? Uh, you're still at the end. Um, are you going to go to the wedding? Or look around? Uh, is it guests? nighttime or daytime? Daytime. You know, rats. Um, yeah, I'll go to the quest board, then I guess I'll go to the wedding, yeah. Um, there are no real quests in the quest board today. It is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Although you do kind of hear a loud shriek come from an alleyway. All right, so I will investigate loud shriek coming from said alleyway. And as you uh, go ahead out, go ahead to do that. We're going to end this episode. Okay, I, I got you, Jeff. <laughs>